Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creation Facility. Welcome to episode 134 of the OFNT podcast, which I'm titling Imperfect Randomness. The pandemic is over. So says Joe Biden. Come on, man. Well, no more money from the pharmaceutical companies for you. Come on, man. At least the southern border is secure, right? No. I just hope the powers that be don't have any other surprises for us peasants during this election cycle. Oh, and just in case you were wondering, the pandemic China. has been deemed racist by an article in the San Francisco Chronicle. That newspaper should be renamed the Chronic Woke San Francisco. Yeah, I'll be here all week. Tickets are still available. And speaking of COVID, China. I was kind of excited about an article in the Daily Beast about a new mask that can detect if you've been exposed to COVID or not. China, China. I stopped China. reading at the sentence developed by scientists in China. Well, call me xenophobic if you must. Uh, corrections. I have to apologize for last week's episode. I was somewhat tongue-tied and couldn't pronounce various words and seemed to forget plural versions of words. Just one of those days. Hopefully I'll do better this week. Time will tell. Some tech news. There are many reports circulating around the intertube citing the poorer-than-expected pre-orders for the iPhone 14, Poor Persons Edition. Well, to be honest, none of the iPhone 14 models are really exciting this year, at least to me. They're basically the same as last year with the plain iPhone 14 and 14 Plus having most of the same innards as last year's models. YouTube tech personality John Prozer seems to think these poor person models will sell well to old farts like myself and other common folk. Well, he might be right, but then again... The economy isn't doing so well these days, and I believe a lot of folks, fellow old farts and others, will be putting off purchases until either they are absolutely necessary or when the economy improves. Then again, what do I know? I'm just one of those old farts cited by Prozer. As I predicted a couple of episodes ago, hang on, let me just pat myself on the back here, was one of the supposed long-awaited features that finally came to the iPhone 14 Pro Rich Guys Edition, which of course was the always-on screen. Why would I want something like that, I wondered aloud to you. Well, it turns out that many people agree with me and are turning that feature off. Again, John Prozer has said, after years of being trained by Apple to consider a lit screen as letting you know of an incoming notification, the always-on screen negates that. It also drains the phone's battery. Android kind of has this feature, but the always-on screen on that operating system just shows the time and the weather. 
Apple's version is just a poor implementation of a not very useful feature, in my opinion. No one I know has expressed their desire for an always-on screen. Maybe it's the same small but vocal crowd who are screaming for an iPhone mini. And we've seen how that has turned out, haven't we? Remember Magic Jack and their commercials from the beginning of the 2000s and beyond? No! Well, I do. They were the first mass-marketed VoIP, which is Voice Over Internet Protocol Service. Heck, I still use that service, having ported over my old AT&T home phone number to it. The plan way back then was to buy another Magic Jack, get a local number, then use it while traveling overseas to avoid long-distance charges. Well, things like Facebook Messenger and the like has made that plan obsolete. The company's revenue has had to rapidly been falling, which would explain an email I received from Magic Jack announcing their entry into the mobile phone market. The service is separate from the regular Magic Jack service. I don't know if the cellular service is an MVNO or not, but the prices aren't bad, but they're in line with other competing cell services in an increasingly crowded market. As the cool kids say, good luck with that, bro. Google has released images and snippets of videos of the highly anticipated Pixel Watch in action and, well, let's just say that the renders of leaks of the watch in the past year were a lot better looking than the actual large bezeled hockey puck looking real deal looks. Just Google the Pixel Watch and you'll see what I'm talking about. The rumored price for a cellular version of this thing will be $399, which is $100 less than the cellular version of the Apple Watch. If you're considering this watch, be advised that the processor powering it is a few years old, and we don't know if the capabilities of this thing is on par with its rivals, and not just the Apple Watch. My advice would be to wait for a version 2 of the Pixel Watch. Tech I'm Using, or Stories About Tech I'm Using. A strange thing occurred last week. My Aura Smart Ring ran out of battery power and failed to record my sleep data one evening. This is the first time this has happened since I turned in my old Motive Ring and switched to an Aura a few years ago. Combine that with the failure of the Aura to detect the oncoming COVID China. sickness I was struck down with back in late July, and so, Houston, we have a problem. I charged my ring at least once a day and did so on the day it ran out of juice during the night. The old second generation Aura ring would get at least three days before requiring a charge. I think the third generation of the Aura is trying to do too much and it's affecting the battery life as well as the ability to predict things like oncoming sicknesses. If this keeps up, this might be the last Aura I'll wear. If Apple can somehow extend the battery life of the Apple Watch, I'd go all in on that for my sleep tracking. And no, the new Series 8 watch's proof battery life is not nearly enough to make me switch. I'm still loving my iPad Air with Magic Keyboard Attachment. You know, I love it so much that I'm thinking of trading it in for an iPad Pro. Yep, I've got a birthday coming up next month, so I just might treat myself. The problem I'm facing is that Apple is supposedly going to announce new models of the regular iPad and Pros in October. You know, I'd hate to be the guy that plunks down a bunch of money on something only to have a newer and better model replace it for the same price less than a month later. 
And also, it has been rumored that Apple is changing the connectors on the new models that would render current attachments like my Magic Keyboard obsolete. Well, if that's the case, I'd probably try and get a deal on the current Pro or just get an updated Air. First World Problems. Entertainment news. Well, not really. My lovely wife and I have finished all seasons of Yellowstone and Cobra Kai. Now what? We still have the Game of Thrones prequel, House of Dragon to watch, but the wife isn't really into that too much. Some of our favorite series start up again soon, so until then, we'll be on the hunt for new things to watch. Got any suggestions for us? Podcasting news. According to Podcast Business Journal, the average length of a podcast is down to 37 minutes from 60 minutes before. I guess it's true that people's attention spans are shrinking. When I first started the OFNT podcast, I averaged a little under 30 minutes unless I had a story or an Apple event to talk about, which would extend the episode to just over 30 minutes. These days, with interesting tech news declining and my life getting more boring the older I get, I'm lucky if I can get 15 minutes of content. Sure, I could just tell stories to increase time, but we'll wait until after I retire for that. And speaking of stories, I have a story. So, this is the first story time in quite a while. This episode is a bit light on content because I took a few days off for a mini vacation. My wife, son, and I headed to upstate New York for the dual purpose of looking for a post-retirement home and to have a little fun after a long, long hot summer. I know I've been saying that I intended to retire to the great state of Florida, but unfortunately, Florida is so great that the price of real estate now matches the area I'm trying to flee from. We quickly discounted retiring to the particular area we visited this week for various reasons and got to the fun part of the trip. We started by visiting Howe Caverns, a place I visited when I was a wee lad and had scant memories of. The tour was great and it's still strange being in a cave 180 feet below the surface of the earth. Of course, there was one family from a place other than this country who kept cutting in front of everyone out of turn. Besides finding it irritating, I also found it unusual because normally people associated with this area of the world are the most polite people you'd meet. This particular family appeared to be privileged from where they were originally from and are probably of the same status here in this country. The wife was the culprit who led the shenanigans. Usually it would be someone from the good old USA who would be guilty of this behavior, but I guess it goes to show you every area of the world has its own a-holes. Next was something my lovely wife wanted to scratch off her bucket list, which was zip lining. Now, I thought I had booked a scenic-style adventure where you would attach to a line and then glide through a majestic forest or mountain range, coming to a nice, comfortable stop afterwards. Nope. What I had booked was an obstacle-type course where a lot of the time was spent clipping in and out of different zip lines while climbing up ladders and platforms and other obstacles. You know, I felt like I was back in military basic training, except a heck of a lot older this time around. The wife enjoyed it, but me, eh, not so much. So being that my wife enjoyed it, I guess it was a success. Time for a weekly rant. Now mark this down. This week's rant is again not about politics Yay! or the mainstream media. 
And that's two weeks in a row. This week's rant is about technology and the lack of competition these days, especially in the computer and smartphone sector. You know, there was once a time when I could fill up an entire episode of this show just with tech news. Even further back in what is commonly referred to as the day, which in this instance is the early to mid-2000s, the smartphone world had Palm OS, Symbian, Windows Phone, iOS, Android, and BlackBerry OS battling for supremacy. You even had the kin and the precursor to Android, Danger OS, for a controlled smartphone experience. For me, these were exciting times. Apple Tech News was the most boring to me at the time, and I recall listening intently each week to All About Symbian, Crackberry, The Verge, and All About Windows Phone podcast. It seemed like things were happening at a breakneck speed, with each company trying to outdo each other. At that time, I thought that Nokia's Symbian was the best, and I rocked a Nokia N8 for almost three years, the longest I've ever had one smartphone. I used a Google Nexus One but didn't like it and had a cheap BlackBerry as a work phone. Actually, my first true smartphone was a Palm Centro. Do you remember that one? No. No. Anyhow, what I'm trying to say here is that we have far less choices these days with only two mobile operating systems and two main computer operating systems. Yes, Linux is a thing, and if I ever decide to get off the Apple Teat, Linux would be my choice of a PC operating system. And I'd probably go for one of those degooled Android phones for my mobile and tablet OS. The tech world these days has become boring with no company pushing the others to innovate. And I find this sad. Though there is no fat lady singing, that music signals the beginning of the end of episode 134. Now you might ask yourself what the title of the episode is referring to. I'm going to give you the answer. Absolutely nothing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I'll see you next week. Oh, remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, if you have a hankering, get off my lawn. Stay skeptical. I'm out. See ya! mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.